Hey, hey guys. guys! Welcome to the second episode of Let's Discuss. My name is Karen. And I'm Ore, and we have two guests here today. Hi, I'm Deja, and I'm from Ghana. And my name is Nana, and I'm also Ghanaian. So today we'll be talking about being stuck in between two cultures. So last episode we reached out to you guys to let us know if you had any topics or conversation starters that you wanted us to talk about on this episode. So somebody reached out to us and asked if we could talk about what it feels like to be stuck between African culture and Canadian culture. Yeah, so let's start off with the first question. What was it like for you guys being African or Black in different spheres? And by spheres, I mean like elementary school, high school, and then university. Um, I feel like it's a lot of like, you know, you're just who you are at home, which is more so your culture and like, you know, your family, the food you eat and whatever. Yeah. And then when you come to school, like even down to like the lunch you pack or like the, you know, clothes you wear and stuff like that, like you kind of want to fit into like the general Canadian exactly. culture. Mm-hmm. I guess that was a lot of like my elementary, middle school life. Like mm-hmm. in high school, it wasn't really like that. I mm-hmm. just like kind of embraced whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely when you're younger, you just want to like act like everyone else. Yeah, you want to fit in type yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Me personally, like in elementary school, I went to elementary school in America, so it was very much like I don't even want to show what I'm eating for yeah. lunch. Like it was very like, oh yeah, mom, can I have like the chicken nuggets for lunch? But just like kind of watering down my culture. I know that just because you're young and you want to kind of fit in, mm-hmm. and then coming to um, middle school in Canada and like being in the GTA, I was just surrounded by a lot more Black people, so it made me feel like. I don't really, like, I didn't really fixate on my culture so much because I knew I was black, and I'm like, hey, I'm here. But now I feel like (laughs) in university, it's a lot more, like, your culture, your roots versus Mm -hmm. just being black. So it's been, like, coming to know every part of my culture in the different spheres, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. Um, I think personally for me, like, in high school and middle school, elementary, I was at a predominantly like white school and even now in uni like western is a predominantly white institution but i think in middle school at home around like my church around like my family it was Cong- congolese culture mm-hmm. but then when i would go to school it's like oh i'm just like everybody else mm-hmm. and i think like when i got into high school that's when I started being more interested in my culture, like listening mm-hmm. to more Congolese music, mm-hmm. listening to more French Congolese artists and stuff like that. And even like there was more opportunity to see representation of like different cultures and yeah. stuff. But I think like university has definitely been the point where I think for all of us, we've definitely touched like more into our culture mm-hmm. and just been more outwardly like proud instead of like fitting in like a general box of mm-hmm. being, oh, I'm black or oh, I'm African. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with everything you guys have had to say. So, what right. about your experience? Honestly, I feel like mine is very like, obviously, I grew up in Ireland, so that was like obviously predominantly white country. So, um, I guess for me, girl, I never really thought about it ever mm-hmm. at all like obviously yeah it was like code switching from being at home and being at school but like like being african or being black wasn't even something that i clocked at all and yeah. it wasn't really until i moved here that the people around me kind of made me feel like i was different mm-hmm. so it I wasn't see. until then that i clocked that i was like oh because okay. <laughs> when i was younger bro i was just existing mm-hmm. yeah i was yeah i was black but it wasn't like that was something that I really thought you about. Or of it. Yeah, yeah. Right. it was just kind of there. But it wasn't until I kind of came to Canada 
I was the only black girl in my grade for like six years. Yeah, that and it those was very, be hitting. Yeah, so yeah. it's just kind yeah. of it's very like, obvious. Then. Even obviously, yeah, like being African and being black, but more so on like the being black side. Mm-hmm. I just was like kind of isolated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but obviously, yeah, coming to university definitely way more in touch with my African side and my black side and more. Um, like willing to embrace that side of me, mm-hmm. so I feel like yeah. I was more in touch with my black side for like a minute, most like even most of high school till oh, really, yeah, yeah, like because it's like I personally <coughs> I was, but like what I would define myself in like the more public sphere of life was like just like black and like yeah. you know I was like, but here like I feel like we're very much like oh yeah you're an African, yeah. you know that's what I, mean? what I appreciate. Yeah. That's what I appreciate about like. Western and like the African Students Association and even like the black population of students like we're very it's like yes we're all black but we identify as different things Things and we appreciate that you know and I think it's important to not forget that Mm -mm. exactly like like you were saying like being black I feel like a lot of us were just black and we're like yes Mm -hmm. as you're getting older and at this age you have to figure out okay yes I am black before that I am like something exactly not even like before it's just kind of like black with more layers exactly. I mean, initially we were what like you know our individual tribes or countries it's only when you like get colonized do we now <laughs> have colors exactly. right like yeah. this is really how yeah. it should be right i so. also feel like it's so easy to get thrown into a melting pot when mm-hmm. you're in a space that has a lot of black people like you're exactly. just kind of like okay i'm black but then it's not until you're talking to <laughs> yeah. someone you're like okay what's your background yeah like, you know, especially like that's as a, a big Canadian question too. of university because yeah. obviously, obviously <coughs> like you're seeing other black people and yes i already know you're black so yeah. I feel like yeah. being around know, other black yeah. people it's like obviously I'm not going to ask you oh what are you I mm-hmm. can already see mm-hmm. that so yeah. it's a deeper question okay like what country you're from? What's your background? Yeah. That's what you I've know? realized too. Like if I were like on campus, if I asked someone, "Oh, where are you from?" Mm-hmm. Automatically, "Oh, I'm from Jamaica." "Oh, I'm from yeah, Ghana," yeah, yeah, or "I'm yeah, from yeah, Kenya." Yeah. Like it's like yeah. it's yeah. not like the same way Before you like, interact. Oh, I'm from, I'm from yeah, literally. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. bro, and that's from, fine. That's <laughs> fine. You know, that's fine. obviously <laughs> you're from that city, but yeah. I feel There's like more. we all have an understanding mm-hmm. of like that question when interacting with different black people you do know? you guys like because i'll still say like oh do you mean my city or my background like you know oh, okay i think it's saying because now, Cause now yeah ask, i mm-hmm. say oh i'm no. nigerian and i live but i live in Lester. yeah okay yeah so, okay. which is weird because before it was like i'm from new Brunswick. Mm. so before <laughs> i used to be in new Brunswick first you're like oh where are you from and then be like Oh, yeah. Land, you know? mm-hmm. So now I'm like, yo, Nigerian, but I live in New Brunswick. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's just automatically answering. And because we're the not, question. we don't actually live in London necessarily. Mm-hmm. Like that's you. You might think it's exactly. interchangeable about where people are asking for. Exactly. But yeah. But I feel like people will also uh, distinguish what it is. they'll ask where you live, or where, what's your background. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. so not, it I depends. Like, like, where are you from? Yeah. And you're like, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> from How do I answer this? Yeah. No, actually. Next, we we're gonna talk about feeling African enough. So, for mm-hmm. you guys, do you feel like when you're around people who like share the same culture as you, you feel like you mess with them, or do you feel like you're the kind of the odd one out? Okay, I'm gonna say, I feel like, well, for a long time in my life, until just now recently, I felt like I was the odd one out mm-hmm. because when it comes to being Ghanaian, I'm from like a small village, so I'm not from like Accra. I'm not from like yeah like, like you know the major cities like, and i also don't speak the language because my parents obviously they do speak but they also speak like our native language so when it comes to 
like knowing the language and like even people will talk to me they'll be like oh you don't know what i'm saying i'm like i'm sorry (laughs) but it's interesting because i did live i lived in ghana for like one and a half years so Mm -hmm. i had like that firsthand experience but like i didn't know how to communicate with people from Mm -hmm. the culture and people from like the diaspora yeah so i was just kind of like okay like when people ask me i'm like and i would also i used to say ghana <laughs> Instead of Ghana, so people would be like, "Okay, like this girl's not for real." So, oh, sorry. Wait, no, how is the pronunciation yeah, for real? See, like, that's that's the thing. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I with the Ghanaian accent, I feel like it's Ghana. Like, so when I say Ghana, I say I'm Ghanaian. Like, I don't say I'm. But Ga- I feel like some people say Ghana as well. So like, people from the UK say like Ghanaian. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, hey. Question: But now I feel like also language is just so big and like mm-hmm. feeling like you're actually part of the culture. So it's not until now where I guess also comfortability. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I wasn't that comfortable with speaking about thing. my culture with people outside yeah. of my family, and mm-hmm. they already know. Like we all know. So it's yeah. like now I'm just coming it, into that comfort and not feeling the awkward, which is nice. Back then, it wasn't really a thing to be like, oh, yeah, like, this is all I want to tell you about my country. And uh, like, now it's like uh, almost like I'm boasting and I'm proud. Yeah. Like, you know, but before it was just kind of like historic, like a little history. Hush, like, yeah. secret. Now, like, like, I'm just sharing information nobody really like yeah, cares to know more no, about. No, 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 but it's no, no, like no. now you can really expand yourself. And I feel like um, culture and like even tribe representation is really important mm-hmm. because like I did not know about Nana's tribe till like mm-hmm. me and her started like like hanging out yeah. and getting closer and yeah. then I was like oh I then I found out that my grandma is from that tribe which is like, <laughs> I even know oh, that. like you know so it's interesting how that works but yeah. um because I'm not like Chi which is like the general the biggest one, tribe yeah. in Ghana I feel like my parents wanted to explain a lot and show like mm-hmm. why like you know there's only like slight differences between it but you okay. need to like show like what's different so that people you're, don't you're confuse aware. you because yeah. you're still you because if you don't know like literally the way our like languages fancy and she sounds so similar it's like really small differences so um i just always knew what fancy like culture was and then like what ghana culture was so i loved to talk about it and it was like a fun thing at home but the only thing is i was never surrounded by ganyan so i just felt like even though i liked it and i was interested in i never like was talking yeah Yeah, i'm not talking anybody about it Mm -hmm. yeah so it's sharing like new info so it wasn't like we were like going yeah, back and yeah, forth type yeah. stuff like, like Nana's that. like the closest yeah, friend I've had I was so far that's wow. Ganyan like yeah, that's yes yeah. like all my friends from high school mine were all like all either Jamaican or Nigerian or like Caribbean yeah yeah Caribbean so listen yeah. I used to go to like a white church too so I didn't have oh, that wow. like church community yeah. so it was just interesting like I just never had I felt that at church I had the community at church I think church especially in like the African community if you are Christian I feel like church is like one of the biggest ways because I know for me it's like during the week I was surrounded by you know my white friends but every weekend I would see like my core group and what I appreciate about like at least the Congolese people that I know in London like even though there's not many of us every one of us it was like our parents lived in Montreal they went to school in Montreal we all moved here so we've been close for forever Mm -hmm. so I think in terms of like not feeling Congolese enough it wasn't like I was surrounded by enough um Congolese culture but then it's like I look at like the Congolese people in like Ottawa or Montreal mm, or like, like Toronto and mm-hmm. how like they're surrounded yeah, it's like it's a bigger, and it's like it's really part yeah. of their identity mm-hmm. and you can see in the way yeah. they talk like yeah. these are the guys that know their their like Lingara they know their native mm-hmm. tongues they yeah. know how to like you know mm-hmm. dance everything yeah. it was kind of like I was envious towards that because mm-hmm. I know I didn't have that because yeah. it's like 
who am I gonna do that with? The four Congolese people I know, like, <laughs> <You're really? best. laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it was that's really bad. hard, like, trying to really get into it. But at the end of the day, it's like, if you want to get into it, you'll take the step, the time, and the oh, steps yeah. to do it. That's yourself, another thing you know? too, because yeah. that's one thing. It's like my mom would always be on my ass. She's like, I like, I'm not. If I don't teach you, that doesn't mean you can't go and learn. Exactly. If you wanted to learn, you would go and learn. You know. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. When I was younger, like I said, I didn't even have any ideas or thoughts that I was black or that I was African. I was just existing in my own world. But I definitely think when I was younger, I was definitely surrounded by more black people. Mm-hmm. Like, as you guys know, like, like five of my family friends from Ireland are at Western. Yeah. yeah. Like, I had a really big, like, black community. My parents had a lot of, like, friends or, like, colleagues and stuff. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of black people around me. So I think growing up, I had a lot of African culture around me, but I just never really, like, clocked into it, or it was mm-hmm. just kind of, this is my life. It was yeah. existing, yeah. yeah. When I moved here, obviously, like I said, I was the only black girl in my grade, and there was, like, a couple other African families who lived where I lived as well, but I didn't mm-hmm. go to the African ch- church, like the RCCG, mm-hmm. so I was also really jealous because all those, like, Nigerian kids had, yeah. like, and my mm-hmm. cousin goes to that church, so she had all of her Nigerian friends, mm-hmm. like, they'd be talking, like, your mother be doing all this stuff, like, making all the jokes, and whatever I felt went, I just felt like, I, felt like I was literally the white person. Yeah. yeah. And they'd be talking to me, and I would never understand what they were saying, yeah. and they'd be mm-hmm. laughing at me. So yeah, that's, that's the thing, man. man. That's, that's the thing, thing. people be so laughing and then you wonder her. why I'm not I'm trying, trying. Yeah. that's what I'm saying so I just like, like for up until I was like maybe until grade 9 mm-hmm. I just like always hate going to that church like, we'd always go for New Year's and like yeah. special church events so I would just hate going because like, yeah. I never felt like I belonged there mm. so I would just kind of go and like sit by myself embrace yourself so like, yeah. kind of thing and also I feel like in the in, in the Nigerian church specifically there's a lot of like cult, like weird culture things. So it's like greeting mm. certain people, mm. or like so it's like Nigerian. You have to like you know, yeah. Have to kneel. And like I just be like, oh hi, like this no, is that was literally and be that at me was weird. weird. Yeah, and my parents, that was honestly, weird. my parents would tell me no, you have to greet, you have to greet, you have to greet, uh-huh. and I would do like the half greet, and they'd be looking at me sideways like, <laughs> like ah. bro. I went to uh, a Nigerian party when I was in Winnipeg, and when I tell you, I was like Kai, because it's like <laughs> me myself. I'm not even Nigerian, so I'm like, oh, I'm yeah, already yeah, yeah. feeling like the outsider, yeah. and then I'm seeing how they greet, and then I try, and then they'll be like, it's okay, be they'll be like, it's okay, stand up, stand up. I said, wow, it's what a life. Stand up, it's And even for the boys, they have to like prostrate, so they have to like like lie on the floor, basically. And my brothers, like, my, you know, my brothers were just, like, they were like, it's like, I'm gonna do it all Or they would go, or they would greet like the female way. So, everyone just be looking at like, How did your parents feel during that? I don't even <laughs> remember. Like, honestly, before like, the okay, you have to agree. No, 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 no. All this stuff. I see. Honestly, so I just always felt like the black sheep. I yeah. Like, okay, I'm honestly, never gonna be African. I, n- I was like, I'm never gonna go to a Nigerian church. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. It wasn't like a university that I was like. Hello. Like, like yeah. wake up a little. Wait, yeah. I have a question though. Have your parents? Because I know my parents. Like, whenever they see other young Congolese kids oh <laughs> speak they, their language, be into, they're like, oh, like you know. I'm actually sorry I didn't, you know, teach you this. But I'm like, yeah. Oh, they say sorry? Yeah, oh. like, my parents will be like, dang. Like, they recognize that, you know, mm-hmm. it's on. it was on them at first. Obviously, now I can mm-hmm. take my mm-hmm. own responsibility. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I feel like a lot of 
parents that like moved to Canada mm -hmm. and like to provide a better life for their kids mm -hmm. kind of did that in a way of like they didn't want to really teach their kids. They wanted their as kids much. to have the new Canadian exactly. Culture. But I'm like, babe, see how teach you're me. suffering and you're yeah. literally. literally you? I yeah. like, like in COVID, literally we was all home and I was like, yo, I want to learn fancy. Like, let's mm, try this, yo, because my parents have been in Canada since they were like in like. I guess my dad was like 20 and my mom was 11 when she came here. So it's like when they even tried to just be like, okay, straight fancy, nothing mm. else. Do you understand? They couldn't even do it themselves. Yeah. Oh, don't you know, tell like me. they were putting, adding like some English in there, adding some English. Wait, what's the fancy me. word for this? And it's like, okay, now I'm just wondering in a mm -hmm. household where we're always speaking English and it's like we only really speak fancy when it's like jokes and stuff mm -hmm. and like just to be cool and mm -hmm. like funny. It's like, when am I really gonna. Hi, how to yeah. just be like my parents would always speak about when they didn't want us to know what was going on yeah, yeah so like there was time like mm -hmm. obviously there's certain words that I picked up on so you know I could listen and be like mm, okay yeah like paint the general picture yeah. but I find like that was also another thing that really isolated me because I was like okay yeah. whatever they're speaking about it's I'm bad not, I'm, not I'm not even supposed here. to understand yeah, yeah. even to long my mom would be on the phone with my grandparents or my aunt all oh, the kids are in the car like speak your about and they'll be speaking I'm just like <laughs> wow like you know one thing about it my mom like or just my parents in general, if they see another kid speaking like tree or just speaking any kind of hey, good name, did I not say it right? No, no, no. Like, <laughs> anytime they hear anyone speaking any kind of Ghanaian dialect, it's a problem. I'm sitting there like, okay, you guys are not serious. It's you actually you to learn, yeah. you would you at least put like in. set up some kind of yeah. And you know what I hate too? Like you can't, it's hard oh. to, no. Let me, <laughs> <laughs> let me, no. Let me talk my shit. No. <laughs> but it's hard to learn a language when you're already older. You need yeah. to start I was when you're saying you're a sponge. Like, yeah. bro, this is, I was literally gonna mention this because when I was six, like in first grade for Christmas break, mm -hmm. I, I take this as props. You know, I'm the only kid so far that's into Congo. You know, hey. <laughs> no, but um, I went to Congo with my mom, mm -hmm. and like, obviously, when you're in Congo, they speak French. French is yeah. one of their the national languages, of course, but it's like. Just because I speak French doesn't mean they're going Everyone to not that. speak French automatically. Mm. So I was surrounded by Lingala, right? Mm. I come home, my parents think they're slick, you know, speaking Lingala, thinking I won't understand. Oh, you understand? Yeah, I okay. understood. That's how I was able to pick up on the language. And now that so I... So now you can hear Exactly. And I understand, like, Lingala, like, mm -hmm. fully. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know... Obviously speaking, the accent is different. Yeah. You don't know yeah. certain words. You don't wanna. It's just yeah, like, like I, I can't don't know speak about either. that. I can understand mm. fancy, but and I can understand cheap, but I don't know how to speak I either. I think it's one. just the like you have to first of all it's like getting over yourself. Yeah. But it's like yo, when I sound like this and I'm trying to talk like that, <laughs> and then and then they'll be looking at you like yeah. I wanna go back to Ghana and I wanna go like with a friend or like with my sister or something. Yeah. Yeah. But how am I gonna live in that environment Gosh, when I well, can't well, and they're gonna make fun of you talking now? But fam, now you in know? Ghana, like, they don't really speak it. Like, just people in the market, too. yeah. That's but, too. like, general people, like, yo, I have cousins who, like, don't speak yeah. it. Like, you know but what I mean? But I wouldn't want to be there the and, like, not not even, like, sound like I could, you exactly. know? Or, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to the market, market and now they're seeing, like, okay, she's, yeah, she's, 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 she's an American, babe. Honestly, it's like, wow. You have to go with someone, you know? I have to. In my own country, that's insane, um, but the next question that we had was, have you ever felt like you didn't know enough about your culture and have other people, like, influenced 
um, your feelings around that? Because I know that you said, like, you never had really anyone that was from your culture until, like, you met Nana. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like, do you feel like you've learned things from your culture, or do you still feel like you're not as aware? Like, since becoming friends yeah, with Nana? Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. um, I feel like maybe, yeah, because, like, the conversations and like the things we talk about it's mm -hmm. like okay now when my parents say stuff or whatever now I'm like I remember it more when we're talking and like mm -hmm. I'll bring it up so I don't know if it's like I start to deep things more because I have someone to talk to about yeah. it type thing but um I don't really know if there's so much that I still really need to learn yeah. other than like the like getting in it kind of thing because I love mm -hmm. the afro beats I listen mm -hmm. to like mm -hmm. Ghana music itself the dancing yeah. I'm on Ghana TikTok like you know exactly I'll be, like I mean but I think I'm just since coming to western in general I'm just mm -hmm. so much more excited and like yeah. proud yeah. and it's yeah, exactly. just fun it's just like the excitement yeah. and the pride to yeah. yeah like I want to be able to know the jokes I want to be able to exactly. like you know yeah. bring it in and that I want to be able to like true. say Ghana jokes that other niggas don't know because yeah. it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not on that way like, yeah. I feel like being around people that are from your culture, like, the people that I know that I'm around now that are Congolese, I've known them for, like, a while, mm -hmm. other than, like, a couple of new people that I've met through Recently? university. Yeah. But even, like, on Twitter, mm -hmm. I can, like, say things, and, like, obviously some people that I follow aren't Congolese, but then there's, like, that big population of my following mm -hmm. that, that are is, Congolese, yeah. and it's, like, mm -hmm. you get to interact with it that way. So mm -hmm. I definitely feel like... Having people that are from your culture, that are from your culture, are like helps you like be more in it because now yeah. you have a way to interact socially about it, and it's yeah. not just like oh at church, oh at yeah. home. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. It just normalizes it. It becomes just like a normal part. Of exactly. Like, you're waking up. Okay. You're not thinking, oh, I'm African, but it's like, I'm going to go downstairs, I'm going to crack a joke with my roommates who are all African. Mm -hmm. Exactly, they get it, you know? yeah. Everyone's going to understand. Yeah. I honestly feel like um, having, like, you, Deja, as a friend has actually made me, like, really, I don't know, more comfortable with being Ghanaian. And then also, like, my sister just recently married, and, like, he's, like, a Ghanaian Straight man, too. So he's even putting me on, like, I'm a piano, and we'll be sitting okay. there talking about music <laughs> and da-da-da. And it's different because it's not, like, that formal, like, slightly formal relationship with your parents mm -hmm. when you're talking about, like, culture. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, more so chill. Like, you know, I'm just yeah. talking to him. We're just chatting. And it's, like, I'm learning my culture from another perspective that's exactly. very, like, you know. It's important. I'm learning, like, current mm -hmm. Ghana culture, too. That's the yeah. thing, like, too. That's that's like, I feel like too. I learn about roots when I talk to my parents mm -hmm. for real but mm -hmm. then when I'm talking about like what's really going on in like the mm -hmm. society like mm -hmm. what's going on in the culture right now like yeah you can or even sometimes you'll make jokes and I'm just like I'm dying because I've never heard these jokes made from someone who's oh. not my family like yeah. my sisters yeah. so you make the joke I'm like don't kill me <laughs> <laughs> so the accent is like too easy. I'm like dying but yeah nah we be having yeah. fun for real yeah. no, I feel like that's super important it, it really is, is. Mm -hmm. what about you guys though do you feel like I mean like cause you're really like you're a friend group like yeah. all these people like you're really like yeah we're mm -hmm. really close together. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's always been a part of my life mm -hmm. I feel like prioritized that for exactly real. Yeah. cause before it was just separated you know I like I said I had like high school friends like mm -hmm. that I was with five mm -hmm. days of the week mm -hmm. and then it's like the Kungli side which I would mostly see on the weekends mm -hmm. yeah. but now going into uni like I'm way more exposed to those people on a regular yeah. basis yeah. that it's like now that's part of my everyday group mm -hmm. and even yeah. like having like a friend group that is like mostly African yeah. whenever we talk it's like we don't even sound like Kenina at all <laughs> no yeah no but I do think it is important to have like a social circle with like people that's that fun. 
not only look like you but like can relate to you in, in that way. aspect especially oh, yeah. if you haven't been around it for so yeah. long mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree mm-hmm. but yeah I, I guess the next thing we're going to talk about is parental influences on us and our culture we kind of already touched on that mm-hmm. but I guess okay I guess my question would be what was one thing you wish your parents did like that would have helped you kind of get more in tune with your culture Yo, from childhood, just talking to me in fancy. Yeah, yeah. I think that's like, the like, when I was a kid. Yeah. That's my biggest yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, oh, like, as in, like, I get it because they weren't just, like, very much, like, till they were, like, 20 or 30 in Ghana. Like, my mm-hmm. mom didn't go to school there. Like, my dad mm-hmm. only went to, like, high school and everything there. So, it's like, I get it. Yeah. But it would have been nice if it was, like, oh, like, don't respond back to me in English type. Exactly. You know, I yeah, wanted like that, that strictness discipline. that my mom has now. Yeah. All that vibe. You know, it's like, now, I'm thinking, holy, if I don't marry someone who's Ganyan, that's How lost. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. That's, I keep that's telling true. my parents. And right now, things. there's so much intercultural marriages it's and, like, lost. dating. So, mm-hmm. it's like... I keep telling my parents this, like, every day. I'm like, yeah, I hope you guys know this whole Kiboma Lingara thing in this family, in the family <laughs> of the food, yeah? <laughs> it's ending with us. Yeah, like, <laughs> my brothers, <laughs> my brothers, peep, they can't even understand anything other Uh-oh. than French and English. And it's so sad because I have an older brother, and obviously he grew up in Congo. Like, he mm. moved to Canada oh, okay. when, like, he was nine. But it's even with him, because he are even just because he already knew the language, my parents kept speaking to him in Ngala. Mm. But it's like, me and my sister were growing up with him too, but because we lived in Montreal and our surrounding was French, mm. it's like they would only speak French with us. Mm. But I'm like, that's the same effort you did. Because even now, when they're on their phone, it's very much switching back and forth, Ngala, yeah. French, Ngala, and you're like, French. I and I'm just like, <laughs> wow. So when you're talking to, like, regular grown people you can talk in the full like language mm-hmm. and nothing exactly. but then when you talk to us like why do you switch yeah. why do you yeah. switch you know? yeah. and you even talk to like kids that speak Ningala in Ningala but yeah. you don't yeah. want to do that too with me but how does I that turn make around sense? Like, why can't you be like them I'm oh. like wow like, I can't be like them <laughs> I can't I literally I can't. can't do it I feel like yo when my parents were saying simple stuff to like my little brother and they realize he just doesn't know like oh, like oh brush your teeth and fancy like he doesn't know <laughs> he's dying they're like <laughs> I think you could see it in their eyes. They're like, "Damn, what have I done?" No, yeah, no. I know how they feel it too. Yeah, yeah they have. Like, to. You can't go back. Now the guy's fifteen. That's the thing. Every single African in this university that oh, isn't that's already that. fluent in their language, that's the one Wants thing they would have missed. Yeah, bro. And it's like obviously yes. Now we're adults and we can take that step on our own, but it's so much harder. Harder. Yeah. And we also are all in school too. Yeah, we're already learning all these things. But I feel like other, other than like the language, I th- wish my parents would have taught me more about like, um, like Yoruba, like traditions mm-hmm. and like things okay, that we had to yeah, do. Because there's a lot of things that like they'll bring up now. I talk to my mom about like little things like here and there. Mm-hmm. But there's so many things like that I want to continue to do with my kids. Or, like when I get married, yeah. like all that kind of stuff. That's like I want to continue. That it's like I don't even know what it is. I don't even know where to start. Yeah, I have my research today actually. Yeah, but honest. it's like yeah, like those little things. I wish they would have like kind of implemented more in my life that yeah. I would have been like oh yeah like when I was younger this is like mm, thing mm. that I did you know yeah I also right. feel like um food is a big thing mm. I, I was like cause I'm gonna marry 
and I'm gonna be the woman of the house. Mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna be cooking. Like I want to be able to cook traditional meals. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to know what it is, how it's done. I don't want to have a like an ingredients list. That I need to <laughs> yeah, learn. Like, that's yeah. authentic. So it's like I don't know. And I feel like food is so like <laughs> food is so important for culture. Yeah. It really mm-hmm. teaches you how Especially to embrace African it. people. It's like right? it's yeah. I, it's like that one thing that. Even if okay, I don't speak the language, I'm not like as close. Mm-hmm. At least I can make traditional that's meals that's how my mom and make it well. Exactly, because oh, yeah. my mom like she puts it down like for her culture in mm-hmm. food, mm-hmm. and that's what she's known for in like the Ga- like Ghana community. Even though she tries not to associate, but it's like yeah, but it's like yeah, like a close kitchen, like you know. Yeah, yeah. plug, plug, plug. Down below. but yeah. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say, and then follow up, what's one thing you feel like your parents did, like, right? Um, I think, for me, I do realize that my parents had really, have big dreams and aspirations to, like, even if they weren't able to do that, like, when we were younger, Mm -hmm. at least be able to do it when we're older, like, they want us to, like, take a whole trip to Congo like they're building a house there for us now Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I know that like they are trying Mm -hmm. it's kind of just like uh, it's too late but Mm -hmm. one thing I do appreciate (laughs) for that like for them doing is definitely like music because I feel like music is a really big part of Congolese Mm -hmm. culture Mm -hmm. and like it was always something that was like playing in my house so that I can appreciate that like I can go on Apple Music and I know who to search for I'm not Mm -hmm. like oh who's this who's Mm -hmm. this who's this who's this this, you know so like if there's one thing that I really do appreciate them doing is definitely like opening myself opening me and my siblings to like music because at least like if I'm listening to it, I can sometimes pick up, pick up on words. Mm. That's how like that's I'm true. able to like sometimes language. learn the language. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think for me that's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? Um, they really implemented like lifestyle mm-hmm. um, things that are like really sewn into like culture, like you know how to take care of yourself as a woman, like mm-hmm. you know how to. Um, you know, like, what to do when you grow up and you get married, like, mm-hmm. kind of thing. I feel like it's not just, like, oh, yeah, like, as a wife, but, like, as a fancy exactly. woman, how yeah. can you carry yourself? Because fancy women are known for certain things as well. So it's, mm-hmm. like, my mom tried to, like, put that in me. And also, I feel like my grandma really, really, really did that. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, whenever I think of, like, an African parent, really and truly, like, I think about my grandma and my grandpa because they raised me just as much. Mm-hmm. And, like, those things, like, just being strict about those little things, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like they put that in me. Yeah, and I like it because I feel like it sets me apart Yeah, mm-hmm. because yeah. Um, it still makes you, like, a little bit more, like, traditional and mm-hmm. I like that, mm-hmm. too. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I would say mine is probably, like, in retrospect, (laughs) (laughs) after after everything, (laughs) me going and, like, living in Ghana from, when, 2010 to, like, 2011, or, like, the year of 2010, Mm -hmm. and also, like, being born in Ghana, I feel like those two things gave me so much more insight to my culture than what I have because yeah. now that I think about it I'm like if I didn't go that year it's I like, would not who have would I be anything you know yeah. but like I was yeah. really there like I went to school there I was in the school system I had friends mm-hmm. you know I would go visit the village like I knew I knew what was going <laughs> she on was in the village. and I was really eating the food <laughs> too and everything like it became like it was just like really interesting like experiencing life there and I think it really gave me a lot to think about even now as I go about mm-hmm. life just mm-hmm. in general yeah. Yeah, and I then I think also 
my parents are just very big on you have to go back like you have to go back and you have to spend time there mm -hmm. do something for your culture for your people mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and just big on that and I think instilling that in me because now I even feel like it's only right for me to go back and to yeah like if you I'm like gonna you know yeah. and especially because we're all university students we're gonna do great like big things mm -hmm. God willing yeah. so it's like once we accomplish that you want to give back to your people exactly. and like That's where you're really thing. from you exactly. know so I think instilling those values is just really like fundamental. for sure yeah. I think one thing even though at the time you know my mom would always be okay you have to be in the kitchen you have to be next to me while I'm cooking mm -hmm. I would be so mad I would always be mm -hmm. so pissed but there's so many things like pounded yam and amala and like all those mm -hmm. things like I know how to make them now even mm -hmm. though I don't even make them but like I know how to do At it least, I know yeah, all that exactly. stuff yeah the cooking like, thing I'll say that like too. those small things I cherish because now it's like if I end up marrying an Nigerian man you know I can uh -huh. I can come through and I can yeah. you know yeah. um, like, obviously there's like small things here and there that I just refuse to be a part of because I was like I want to sit down mm. but for like the fundamental basic yeah. things mm -hmm. like I know how to make it so mm -hmm. yeah, yeah that, that was one thing that I do think that like African moms especially on their daughters that's like one thing that they push for real is like at least if you don't know anything else, mm -hmm. no, learn how to be good. a good African wife. Like that's, that's the, yeah. it's like the yeah. wives carry on the culture. Exactly. You know, the women. Like I think I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like even in Ghana culture, like you speak the language your mom speaks too like so mm -hmm. because my mom's fancy i'm fancy and the rest of my siblings are fancy so it's like it's the onus is on you at the yeah. end of the day so i feel like yeah, yeah they definitely put that in and i feel like yeah. that's even in like today's society if i was to marry someone that's not congolese mm -hmm. it's like who will my kids identify more with congolese culture or, or like my yeah. husband's culture yeah. Facts. me i think congolese culture because you know i will be <laughs> yeah <pressuring>. <laughs> <laughs> It's always the mom, like, I agree. yeah, I you know what I mean? The mom is most involved, like, not most involved, for the most part, like, that more hands-on. Exactly. Mm -hmm. The so, nurturer, right? right? Exactly. So I think yeah. whatever is in you is going to flow through your kids. That's yeah. the yeah. Agreed. Um, okay, last thing was we want to talk about ways to get more in tune with your culture. Mm -hmm. Or, like, ways uni has kind of helped you do that. We kind of touched on that a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, so we put on our RG and let people kind of send us their thoughts on it so I think one like a common theme people said was hearing Afrobeats at parties mm -hmm. which I also think was a really big thing like, even if it like wasn't just black parties even if you go to the club they're playing yeah exactly it's like it's, it's, it brings you all together <laughs> now you know where all the Nigerians in the club are you know where all the Africans are for real yeah no agreed because i think like even with afrobeats it wasn't like a popular thing mm. when we were in elementary mm. school and whenever <laughs> i would go out to like dances or like parties in high school mm. i would never be hearing a pimp it was giving taylor swift Every just to be there if you wanted to feel <laughs> so that's what i'm oh, saying yeah. exactly yeah. so now being around and like mostly going to parties that are hosted by like african people mm -hmm. Like I appreciate being able to like touch into like that yeah. part of like African yeah. culture, mm -hmm. sure. and I feel like it makes like like singing along so much more like, like fun, yeah. You know? mm -hmm. And then another thing people were saying was like being around people who are their culture, which we kind of talked about. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I think that's also something that's really important. And I know a lot of the different like like northwest east mm -hmm. Af like African people kind of congregate together. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like. There's obviously good sides and bad sides to that, but for the positive side, it's good to be around people who are like exactly. you, who know about your culture, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But what do you guys think? Are there any other ways? 
I kind of do that. I honestly feel like one big thing is like if your parents are telling you they're going to Ghana or Nigeria or they're going back home, go with yeah. them. And yeah, And like, don't yeah. go with any like bias or stigma or just expecting like, oh, this is gonna be whatever. Just go and actually enjoy <laughs> the culture and see what it has to offer yeah. you. Just go with the open mind and experience. Open mind is key because I feel like a lot mm. of the times, like I don't know about you guys, like I'm so used to like Canadian culture that yeah. whenever I go to place I'm like oh it's like we don't do shock. this yeah. yeah it's like major culture shock yeah. so like that's the one thing like when I go back I want to be able to experience it authentically, authentically and like yeah. without any like you know western biases at all because like it's not all gonna be you know what exactly you know so i want to be at the same time a lot of it is and you have to like this is where you're from at the end of the day no but enjoy all of it for real like all of it there's that side of africa but africa yo there's a lot of really beautiful and really beautiful we were talking about this at the reflection too. <laughs> oh yeah. We were. <laughs> no, oh, that's but, another thing. Oh, sorry. No, no, go. I was just gonna say, like, joining a club. Oh yeah, Exactly, because I feel like even at the reflection, like, I feel like a reason why people were, like, butting heads is because it's like, no, I have this mindset, Mm -hmm. no, I have this mindset, Mm -hmm. but it's like, you have Mm -hmm. to realize that Africa is literally the most diverse continent on this earth. Mm -hmm. There's people from the same country that are from different areas that have a completely different, like, Mm -hmm. idea of that country, and especially in, like, a club setting, and it's very important to have, like, an open mind and, like, being able to, like, receive criticism Mm -hmm. or receive insight that Mm -hmm. may not align with your own, Mm -hmm. and that's okay, because at the end of the day, even if you guys are both from the same country, I'm from the same country as someone else, mm-hmm. our ideas of that country or, like, our culture may not always be the same. Because, yeah, you know, yeah, there's right. there's influences, like, different tribes, yeah. different, like, mm-hmm. regions That's in the nice. country. Like, you know, not everything has to be the same. So it's important to be very open-minded mm-hmm. in that sense. Mm-hmm. I think one last thing I would say, do your research. Talk yeah. Google. Mm-hmm. Start, start some things up. Yeah. Talk to your parents. Talk to other people. Just be more curious. I think, exactly. like, people are always like, oh, I don't have time, or 
oh, I'm nervous, or oh, I'm anxious, or oh, I'm embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we're all trying to get to the same. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to say, like, yo, if your parents are having, like, big talks, I know my parents start having big talks about, like, African politics and, like, life yeah. stuff yeah. and, like, culture stuff. Sit like, and listen. Sit, like, ask, ask if they're talking about it, you know, like, try and, <laughs> try and bring something there, you know what I mean? I know when grown-ups are talking, yeah. don't talk, but <laughs> I just you want to say grown-ups, if you don't yeah. try and You're put yourself too, in, like, like yeah, yeah, you feel me, so... Also, don't be, don't be, we can all learn from this, but don't be yeah. shy to be embarrassed. Like, yeah. if you want, like, the only way you're going to know is if you try. So, if you exactly. want to try and speak your language, maybe to someone who's, you know, maybe I'll try and say something to Deja. <laughs> and then we'll yeah. figure it out. <laughs> maybe a little giggle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, I think just removing that, like, embarrassed. Because mm-hmm. it's also not our fault, you know? Because, exactly. like, at the end of the day, it's not like we didn't try. Yeah. And mm-hmm. The reason why we have, you know, oh, I'm shy, I'm embarrassed, it's because mm-hmm. obviously people, like, Put that on us. <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't. I didn't just come up with this on my own. Someone but told me it was embarrassing. So I, said, yeah. <laughs> I said to him. So I think it is important, especially with the language thing, to like overcome that and just mm-hmm. realize that if you don't take that step now, You'll it's like your culture will literally die. die with you. Die. You don't want it to die. Exactly. Exactly. It can't so, die. Um, yeah. Keep it alive. That was really good. Oh yay! Thank you guys for listening. Um, and like we said last time, if you have any topics, ideas. Anything you want us to talk about, just message us, DM us, us yeah. on the page, whatever you're comfortable with. But um, I think that's all for today. So make sure to also get your wedding tickets. Yes. Yo. Wedding is next Saturday. If you're not there, you're a swear. If you're not there, you won't be experiencing the African culture yeah. that we were just talking Everything about. Everything you just have to and listen to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're just going to throw it in the garbage. Why? Uh-uh. Come to the wedding. <laughs> Come to the wedding. <laughs> Come to the wedding. <laughs> we gonna hook it up for real. And Period. there's food. There's yeah. food. Yeah. 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 Okay. So. Bye, Bye guys. <laughs>